Technology is really supposed to do a lot of things. Make us more efficient, remind us to be healthier, solve our most complex problems, while at the same time being simple enough that an elementary school child can pick it up and somehow make me feel like a million years old at, well, Fortnite. All these things, whether they're successful or not, because I am still working on a perfect stand week, even though I pace way more than anyone should on the phone, thanks Apple Watch, carry some measurable or tangible value because frankly, we would have stopped using them by now without it. But in one genuinely key area technology hasn't just evolved in recent years though, it's hit light speed. And that's the gear, the software, really the services that drive and enable remote work in the modern world. Listen, regardless of what any of these companies will happily tell you, none of this stuff is revolutionary. We've had VPNs for decades, video calls since Skype, and sometimes I actually do miss when email was just only one virtual pile of notifications I had to worry about triaging each day, not 10. But the ubiquity of it all, how the rabid hunger for these tools is almost in every vertical and way of life, that's relatively new. Certainly the pandemic played a horrifying but pivotal role in that seemingly overnight explosion onto the stage of our new normal. But as companies globally are grappling with the new, new normal, we got to wondering at a personal level, at a professional level, heck, even as a human that wants to go to work each day, what is the cost of working remotely? Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Solid State Podcast. I'm your host, John Joyce. I'm Eric Sargent. And I'm Cody Toscano. And we are here this week to, you know, we were actually talking before the show. For some of you that have been listening long enough, it's going to sound familiar-ish. And that's because, you know, what we're going to talk about touches a lot of our everyday lives in ways I know we've talked about, but not in this one specific context. And we actually did beat up, was it too much of a rehash? And where I, I feel we all collectively arrived at was no, because especially right here in this exact moment, there's a lot of chatter going on around this topic. And it's yeah. really the the meaningfulness and the impact to businesses, to people, to the economy of working remotely and what that yeah. actually means here in, you know, hard to say now the latter half of 2023 um, to set the stage very briefly. Cause we were all joking about, you know, ha ha, we'll see how well I do with this. Uh, I should be talking very little this episode because it, <laughs> Just as a matter of pure functionality, because we're going to be using our own business as an example, because that's the best that we can offer. We, we support many people a, as a job that work in every type of way. Like some work remotely full-time as a whole company. Some have team members that work remotely. Some, because of the nature of what they do, mandatory, you must be physically there to work because you can't work that piece of machinery not yeah, there. Not you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. There are just real life examples uh, until those pieces of machinery become drones, in which case I hate right. to break it to you. The AI is just going to run the machine without you. Um, be happy to have a job to show up to. But see there, I'm showing my opinion on the topic already. We'll go look for a different one. There are <laughs> right, plenty of sure. options out there. Um, this morning's job jobs report continues to confirm there are other ways. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on the topic of working remotely, before I kind of mostly hand it off to you guys, I just want to set the stage for what I feel are kind of some of the different ways that working remotely can be for a business. Because you have situations like we're going to spend most of our time talking about where you are physically, geographically separated from the main body of your place of business. Um, any number of reasons, that's the thing. And I, to take all the politicizing out of it and all the media cycle out of it, I continue to believe because full disclosure, I'm an employer that supports this exact scenario. Right. I, I play a role here. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I look at it not as I refuse to go down the rabbit hole of it's a privilege, not a right. I refuse to go down the rabbit hole of look at this great gift that we as an employer provide. That's not what it's about at all. It's about, if you as a business, if you as an organization have an intent to seek and retain the best possible talent, that talent has a life outside of the four walls of your business. Now, if they walked in saying, I want this job, but I want it this way, maybe that's a right fit. Maybe it's not. I'm not going to criticize that one way or the other either. But my view of the tool that remote work can be far predates the pandemic. Because oh, really, yeah. Yeah. working remotely as a 
turn a phrase has only existed for barely three years. I mean, let's just call it what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? That it's like that, a household term. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah and absolutely. The culture, yeah. yeah, I mean, we again, we supported people for years before that, but that was more, you know, I need the ability to access the file server when I'm stuck home waiting on the plumber. Yep. Or I'm going to be traveling to a convention and I need to be able to hop into our line of business app in case I need to pull any reports. Like the concept of working remotely was, I guess the best way I can put it, was for the most part, and Eric, you are going to be the great example of the counter to this, for the most part, very, very micro. It yep. was specific examples of needing to do specific tasks for finite lengths of time not nearly as commonly at least this concept of i am a member of a team i am a you know fully functioning day-to-day employee and i just happen to be either hundreds or thousands of miles away from the core central body of where that work takes place that is a relatively novel idea for most people it's not a novel concept again people have been doing it for a very long time the technology is well tested well established but its place in like this cultural moment is new for a whole lot of people yeah definitely i mean it was when when i first went remote was 2010 which was pretty early on i mean again like you said people have been doing this working remotely thing for for quite some time but it was not a well-known thing it was sort of we had to sit down and go how are we going to make this work what technology do you right. need so that you can function on a day-to-day basis like you're sitting in the office and at that time it was a specific you know piece of equipment to connect me back to the network at the main office with a hard line phone plugged into that so that i could get you know uh, the phone to ring when I was right there with a headset plugged into it and all that kind of stuff. Well, Whereas, to, to, to get weedsy about it for a minute. Yeah. So like, cause this, this was, you know, it's, it's solid state after all. So this was 13 yeah. years ago. I'm not saying mm-hmm. we were pioneers per se. Other people were doing this. The technology existed, yeah. but I would imagine you were certainly in one of the earlier waves of people that truly pulled this off. And yeah. my imagining is you are a far of a part of a far smaller fraternity of people who did it successfully as yeah, long as kept you have. doing it. Yeah, it, it was, there was definitely some hiccups at the beginning. You know, we had to get a stable connection from where I was. It was, <laughs> let's just go all in here. So <laughs> yeah. when we first moved, we moved in with my parents while right. we looked for a place. So I was working from my mom's basement. Yay. And, <laughs> uh, and in, in a closet in my mom's basement. And, and we had to get, I had to get a separate internet connection run into the house. So it would, cause I needed a static IP address so that we could do the direct mm-hmm. VPN connection that we needed to make a solid enough connection. Cause you probably had what a Cisco 851 back then or something. It was a that, Cisco, it was exactly a Cisco okay. 851. So I remember pro- setting those up, not yeah, yours. Had, I remember yeah. setting those up. We had to program the Cisco to, to do the point to point VPN connection so that then anything I plugged into it, it thought it was in our office in Florida. Right. You know, so yeah, my computer awesome. would plug in and get an IP address from the office. I could reach all because at that time we had servers with data on it that because yep. this was pre cloud for everything. So right. any data that we would need to get to was all on a local network. So all of the ticketing software in our used, office, all of in it was Cape in Coral, our Florida. Office, yeah. In Cape Coral, Florida. So we had to, I had to have that connection. So it was, it was a thing. And when we got it, once we got it set up, it was fine, you know, and I very rarely had drops. It worked really, really well. The company that we had up here for internet was very stable. So we were able to, to do that in a time where, you know, I mean, it was a cable connection. It's not like I got fiber or anything up here at that yeah. time. It was just, but it was broadband even of the time you were, you yeah. were not going to be doing this over dial up. No, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like I had like, you know, three T one lines bonded together or anything like that. It was, it was a legitimate <laughs> connection. Yeah. I think it was a, at that time, I think it was like a 50 down, five up or something like that was the internet connection right. I had, which was nice. a pretty good connection. I was going to say blazing fast in 20 Blazing fast, man. And and uh, it worked, you know, and, and, and the tools that we had were able to function over the VPN in a usable fashion. You know, when I think if I tried to go back and work that way now with the cloud tools that we have and right. the, the IP based phone system, you know, the soft phone on my computer, all that kind of stuff. If I tried to go back to working over Cisco 851 with all local data, <laughs> right. I, 
I, I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> well, and, and, and you know, because this is so far in the way back machine, I'm just genuinely curious because yeah. it predates my involvement in the company. Sure. So I, my, my genuine curiosity is looking back as well as you can remember, what were some of the pitfalls where you're like, man, I know, like, I, don't mishear me. I know because we've talked about it endlessly how grateful you were for the ability. I'm so yeah. grateful the company was able to do it. I mean, you're here because of those decisions. And I yeah. can't say enough about that. But do you recall that far back thinking, man, trying to do this would be so much easier if I were just back at my desk in Florida yeah. versus sitting here a thousand miles away? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was, there was a lot of, oh man, this is way in the way back machine. So, um, <laughs> it, you know, we had a, we had a, a Blackberry enterprise server. Ooh, um, shout out to a recent episode. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough to work with. Um, it, our, um, note system, like when we first started, we had, we had transitioned recently from a homebrew based note system that was kind of like links in a website and all that kind of stuff that led sure. you to files and folders, you know, it for was like just a, a web front end from, yeah. 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 And for documentation and stuff. And that was not great to navigate. I could always, couldn't always get to it, you know, to get some of the older, you know, legacy data and things like that. And there was, you know, it, there was little hiccups like that. The phone system would sometimes, you know, my phone would have to reboot several times and reconnect and, you know, it would reboot in the middle of a call. Like if I had any network hiccups or you guys had any network hiccups, it, it would drop the VPN. Drop. And as soon as the VPN yep. dropped, everything in my office would drop and I'd have to restart all the things and go around. Luckily it didn't happen often, but it definitely right. happened. And it was, again, it was, I think mostly just file access was the biggest thing because we had, things and stuff hidden away in shares on servers, servers. In, our, in our office that I needed to get to sometimes. And it was, you know, trying to navigate over the VPN to that stuff wasn't always seamless. So I think about it from the perspective of where I happen to park behind our building. I frequently walk past what used to be the feed hookups for the massive generators that were there yeah. to power all that equipment. Because again, Southwest Florida, yep. um, so it, it's just funny to think how so much supporting infrastructure for what yeah. you're talking about is just gone because it's in the cloud now. Yeah, and how much that's radically changed. No, <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, like, we're, no, we're funny, talking yeah. years and years gone. The only remnant, you know, piece of it is the like, literal, you know, the, the, the big metal hookups that, that yeah. right of there, the yeah. back parking lot. Yep, that were because they would wheel. They were on wheels. They were so large and they would wheel them right up to the building and hook up a direct feed and boom, that's away cool. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. To keep us up and running when power was out. And now it's like everybody just go home. If you've got battery plug in, you can work from anywhere. Cause yeah, yeah I just mean, hope, it's, it's a completely I different just hope world. Microsoft's not having a bad day. Right. But, uh. Yeah. There's <laughs> that. But oh, yeah, God. I mean, it was, yeah, it's, it was, you know, not seamless, but seamless enough, obviously that I didn't rage quit. So I'm still sure. here. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll circle back on a couple specific questions I have on that front too, but Cody, sure. I wanted to pivot over to you real quick because, um, and we're going to fill in the gaps between the two also, but as Eric said, he's been doing this now this way for about 13 years. It's a long mm -hmm. time. That, statistically speaking, that's a long time for anyone to be in any job in any circumstance. Right, yeah. Absolutely. If you know anything about the field that we happen to work in, it's an astronomical amount of time in any circumstance because we have it's a high turnover industry. Then throw in the remote piece. Um, it's it's impressive what you've done, and as or most impressively to me, I feel it provided a roadmap for what did allow us to be here today. No one saw COVID coming. You know, no mm -hmm. one saw Ian coming in here in Southwest Florida. You know, the, the events that we've seen in the last three years, um, any one of them would be historically noteworthy events. We've just had a handful and right. then some. Yeah, and I mean, I, the, I don't the, remember the, which hurricane it was. There was one hurricane relatively early on when I made the transition. Okay. That, um, some Like we had made the transition to a soft phone system at that point. Like we, okay. it was, it was a couple, it was a few years on. So we had a soft phone system and a lot of our stuff was in SharePoint at that point. And there was a, lot, a less dependence on the servers that I was talking about yep. and power went out in Southwest Florida. You were here at this point. I don't remember what hurricane. So, so this was, so I was, I wasn't sure which one. So yeah, it was hurricane Irma in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yep. yeah. And, and it was, you know, power went out everywhere and it was kind of a, like, what are we going to do? And then there was this light bulb realization like, oh, we already have someone 
outside the area. And all of our stuff's in the cloud. All of our stuff's in the cloud. So we just pivoted all the phone calls to come to me. And I just started answering anybody who was up and running or had questions or what are you guys doing or can we get help? It would funnel through me. And it was all of a sudden like this light bulb moment, like, oh, hey, this is actually, you know, you know, Eric did want to work remotely for his own reasons, but this also works for the business as well. Having an asset like that. Yeah. So it ended up being a, you know, it was several years after I started doing it, but sure. it was kind of like, Hey, wow, this actually works for more than one reason. So. Well, and to say too, and I want to bookend that one quick topic as, you know, more like the, the business operation side of the conversation. Um, I, I talk to my partner all the time. Um, we've never had an employee to date at least apply to work for us already remote. We do have a handful of yeah. team members that now, and I, I, Eric, you used a great word there. I think about it as an asset all the time. And, you know, and, and I tell you guys that frequently, um, but every single team member that we have in that capacity started here. Mm-hmm. And I do mm-hmm. think that's, we have a different view, I think, of the remote work concept because I, I can understand the other challenge of trying to identify the right talent and they've never walked through your front door. They've never sat in the building. They've never made yeah, those connections with hard. team yeah. members. Um, that I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not even criticizing it. I'm just saying I can see where that would be different, where that would be hard. Yeah, that's an entirely single, different interview process. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I and just as simple, just right, just as human as every single one of you that I'm still grateful that I get to see over Teams or Zoom or talk to on the phone or whatnot. Every single one of you I've shared the room with I've sat across the table from we've worked in a literal sense, shoulder to shoulder. We just now do that in a virtual sense. But I think again, at a human level, when those connections are established, they stay, they, they, yep. they, they change, but they're there. And I, I'm not saying I couldn't do it. I'm just saying, I know it would be different trying to do that with a person or a group of people that I've just simply never shared the same, never even been in the same room with. with. Yeah. That would, that would just be different. But uh, Cody, I was just going to say, I was saying before, you know, pivoting again real quick before we, you know, come back and fill in the gaps between Eric, the ev- I want to talk some on the evolutions that the cloud has brought through those years. Mm-hmm. And Eric's been doing this, but you are a similar, but much more recent example. I think that's a really yeah. cool, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this episode was, Eric, you've been doing this for over a decade. Cody, mm-hmm. for a completely different list of circumstances, but the same end result, you were here for, you know, I know you just crossed the eight year mark with the company. Mm-hmm. Yep. The first seven of those were in that room with me. We were shoulder yeah. to shoulder. We were in the field together. We were in the office together. You were in clients and partners buildings. Like that was, that was your role was being face to face with people. And then again, for all the best reasons, we were able to pivot as a team together. And now, and now you're remote quite a distance away. Um, I think it's an interesting, you know, parallel to talk about the similarities and differences, what Eric transitioned through 13 years ago to what you've done in the last year. And uh, I just think, you know, a what's, what's it been like for you? I know I, I'm sure it was a big change front on. I'm sure it's still a change because it's only been a year basically. Yeah. Just and, now. Uh, yeah. Know, just this yeah, month. Yeah. I thought it was right about. So what's, mm-hmm what's that been like? And, you know, you're still here. So unless you have some big news to drop <laughs> live here on the solid state podcast, then uh, yeah, first, you know, hopefully it's still going well. Yes, that's, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so I think you, you mentioned like COVID, you know, with 2020, that was, I think like the first right. like time I realized that you, we could even like, it never really crossed my mind. Like, Oh yeah. Remote happens, but it was like, okay, we have to stay home and like, oh, all our tools do work in the cloud and I'm able to log in here and, and do this. And um, That's interesting. Know. That's a good point, Cody. I hadn't thought about that way because truly before your move, of course, you were, I'm trying to think about, you know, not to tell, you were a handful of miles from the office. Yes. But didn't yeah. set, but didn't set foot in it or a part or a client partner site for months. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that was like, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So it was like, it kind of, prove that yes we we all we can do this remotely like more than like it was you know, that was a being out of state that was a good point that was a big revelation i think we a lot of people all had, had. was yeah. how just how much you can do remotely yeah. 
when you don't have a choice. There are a mm-hmm. lot of things I think that we were realizing that we'd been running out on site to take care of that were probably more efficient to be taken care of remotely. We just hadn't stopped to do that yet. And then we didn't have a choice and we made it I'm going to call what it is. We would go because that's how we've always done it. Right. So it was sure. one of those, yeah, like, it's one yeah, of those them, situations. Like, I'm just pop out yeah. there. I, like I'll talk to them and like, it'll be easier if I'm just in, in person in front of them. Or and we love like the partners that we serve. So yeah. there's also a tinge of, I get oh, to go yeah. see so-and-so and I love to yeah, go exactly. check in with these yeah, people. Exactly. And that's a good thing. We are in a relationship business. I, I mean, I believe every business is a relationship mm-hmm. business, but ours especially is very, very high touch in that way. So, you know, cause I, I get in these conversations all the time. Well, do you feel that, you know, working remotely as you all had to do degraded the relationships in that time window? No, because we also got as a team, very creative about how to pivot the meetings and the consulting, you know, and interactions that we have, we found a way to keep those relationships, relationships alive. I will also say here in 2023, we are also making a concentrated effort to get in person again with people that we, because it's also the the, to, again, shout out to a past episode, the cost of that convenience, speaking mm-hmm, yeah. to my main role and, and the consulting meetings that I perform with all of our partners, um, it is very convenient to be able to just line up a day full of Zoom meetings and mm-hmm. just go from one to the next. And you know, can I get to more meetings than ever? Absolutely. Are the relationships the same? Absolutely not. Because yeah. in that business environment, there is still an element of going back to being in the same room with someone, oh, yeah. you know, all of that, that given enough time, I do believe will degrade. So I'm not, for me, and this is, you know, my personal help, if not that of the show, the company or anything else, I still believe that the balance of the two, right? To completely say, well, isn't this tool great? We're just going to conduct all business across this, across a webcam. And isn't that going to be awesome? No, but also if I wanted to go out and have strictly in-person meetings with every partner that we have, I'll tell you how that went. We tried for five years. There's not enough days in the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't get to all of them. Yeah. The mere act of needing to drive and this and that reschedule, you you can't do it. So again, the balance that brings from it, just like you guys are a pivotal component of our day-to-day operation. You're beyond a pivotal part now of our disaster recovery and business continuity plan because, Eric, to your point about being outside the area and being able to leverage the cloud when we are being impacted, that's huge. But could we just disperse our team and no one be here? No, because eventually someone does have to go plug the server back in. Someone does have to go change the battery and the battery backup. There is that. And, And I believe to have those relationships, someone does still have to go shake the owner's hand and keep that relationship alive. Mm -hmm. So that, that balance, I think I alluded earlier on, there's obviously the cultural moment right now is a little bit contentious, like everything else in our world, it seems where there's just this line being drawn in the sand and you have the big bad business owners on one side that want all their employees butts and seats again. And you have all the, you know, giant air quotes here, by the way, people, I know you can't see my face. The, um, you know, the lazy, good for nothing workforce. that just wants to sit at home in their pajamas and don't, and just want to collect a paycheck. Neither of those things are universally true. They're absolutely those people. There are, you know, greedy freaking business owners that just want to, you know, they want to walk in and see their little drones working. And there are also people who want to sit at home and not work very hard and collect a paycheck guess what? Those business owners were greedy when when their employees were already in the office and those employees were already lazy when they were coming into work. Mm -hmm. People are still people. Um, The right people in the right seat doing the right job, that's not an issue. Eric, if you called me tomorrow and said, crazy set of circumstances, we're moving back to Southwest Florida, I'd say, that's great. Mostly because I'd love to go get a beer because- I don't care if you were living down the street from the office. If you said, yeah, and you know what? My workflow, I've gotten so used to working from a basement. I still want to keep working from home. Awesome. I'm good with without that. the musty smell. Yeah. That's right. Helps, you know, helps my brain. <laughs> and, and that's fine because you're the right person in the right seat doing the right job every day. And like the battle line that I feel like that keeps getting drawn, you know, as much by the media and the news cycle, but also by real people doing crappy things is, you, it's that pervasive, you're either with me or against me mentality that has gotten into so much of the yep. topics that we cover on this show. And this is just one where, this is just one where it's like, you know, to, to quote my wife, why not both? Right. You know what I mean? Like, wh- why yeah. does it have to be so, we're either going to sh- sell the building and everyone work from home or 
your butts better be in your cubicle. Like, no, yeah, why? Why does yeah, it have to yeah. be that way? We have the tools. Going back to if speaking to our business owner friends out there, if you're having a hard time retaining talent, maybe you've drawn too many hard lines in the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is That's not me point. breaking my shoulder to pat ourselves in the back because we're so awesome and we're so smart. But I will <laughs> say, looking at two of you through a webcam right now and the other team members we have that I wouldn't replace for anything that are either hundreds or thousands of miles away, I can speak with confidence. Well, I'm not going to speak for you. If we had a hard line in the sand, would you be working here today? I, I wouldn't be able to be. Right. right. You couldn't yeah. be, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting you on the spot. It's a matter of practicality. You have lives, your lives have taken you somewhere else. And for me to reduce, please take this in the way it's intended for me to reduce this all the way down to you being talent and you're way more than just that, but boy, howdy, are you guys talent? Also, you're a talent that we could not have retained if we had drawn a line in the sand and said, Nope, I want to see the whites of their eyes every morning at 801 AM. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Just for, for the reasons that I moved away. Yep. We now are entrenched here. Our lives are here. We wouldn't be able to yep. move back. I would I would have had to have gone and looked for some other gig somewhere, which I wouldn't have yep. wanted to do, but you no, know, right. I wouldn't have had a choice. So and I'm to to book in this one little soapbox, I I remain very well aware there are businesses that don't always have that flexibility. If the if the service you perform, the product you provide requires people to be there, that's a thing you we have a piece of that a huge chunk of our team has to as i said before has to be able to get in the car and drive somewhere and go do the thing but that specific need does not equate to well if they have to do it then everyone has to do it right Right. get over your get over yourselves you know make it work make it work we're all adults here well be human Mm -hmm. you know why anyway i know it's it's, it's a bit of a tangent but it's one that really rings for me on this topic especially because I even think back to COVID, you know, I was the person and not because anyone told me I had to, it's just, I was the person that went to the office every day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as, as, and I remember thinking about how maddening Cody, I, I, I in an appropriate way thought about you a lot during those days. Cause you were another one like me who went on site a lot, who went and yeah. saw people a lot. And I was mindful of how very different that had to be to be sitting at home just trying to figure out in a cone of silence how do i do this because mm. no one was prepared but we had disaster recovery plans for a four-day hurricane we didn't have right. disaster recovery plans for go home for six months right yeah you know and so that i knew that was unexpected it was new but on the flip side of it i remember times you know arriving at the office and for me that was my that was my I'll call it is it was it was my teddy bear, it was my safety blanket. Mm-hmm. You know, going getting up, getting in the car, driving to the office in a world that was overnight different. That ritual was something I could hold on to, knowing full yep. well I was going to an empty building most of you the get time. Get there a little faster, at least. I yeah, sure did. Traffic. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> spoiled man. Yeah. Not going to call it worth it, but I sure did. Um, <laughs> but th- th- that that ritual was important to me but it was also a reminder of what we were working to get back to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to show up, I'm going to turn these lights on. I'm going to turn the coffee machine on. I'm going to do all these things because someday someone's going to walk through that door after me again and use that coffee machine. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a silly little thing that helped, helped me personally. It had no impact on the business because I was the only one there, but <sighs> me personally, that, that, that was really, really important. But, you know, thankfully, someday someone did come in a few minutes later, a few hours later, someone did start using the coffee machine for, for you guys, Eric, I know for you during that whole time, I I'm well aware it wasn't business as usual, but it had to be different to watch your team have to pivot when you were already at arm's length. And Cody, I know for you, like you were here and then you were remote and then you were here again and Mm -hmm. then on remote. So like (laughs) you guys, like what, do you remember any specific examples of where like those transitions were different or had an impact or you just remember thinking, wow, this is odd. Yeah. It's definitely the, the mornings and the evenings, right? Like I was used to, you know, talking to the the team, to the guys like in the morning or you'd walk in, like you said, and you kind of be like, Oh, what's up? And you kind of have that little, that little chit chat that you don't have. If you're just like joining a team's call in the morning Right, like, oh, mm-hmm. how was your night, man? Like, right, a little aside. I don't know. I just feel like the, it's like the little interactions that 
the water cooler moments, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, historically definitely. speaking, like those water cooler moments, sure. Those, those yeah, now, interactions. Yeah, like after 2020, like this past year, like moving to remote was much easier because we have all the tools to do so. So it was definitely like, okay, I know that we, we can log yeah, into everything. We here figured out how to do the thing. Yeah. yeah, so that like that portion, like how to, to work with our tools, like that was that was pretty seamless because, you know, we it's mostly cloud-based and we were using that stuff, you know, from the cloud anyway when I was there. Um, so yeah, well, I, I, I remember, I remember thinking as we were, as we were, I'll never forget the morning we were planning to call it as it were. And it's yeah. just like, okay, we're, we're, we're sending morning. everybody. Yeah. And, um, it was kind of like that moment where I'm like, okay, so I need someone to check me. Is it really this simple? We enact our hurricane policy without a date on the other side. And that was the, cause normally when we enact our hurricane policy, it's, Hey, starting this date, we're going to do this with a, you know, with an estimated return on, you know, providing power, provided we have power and internet, like all the things that have to be there afterwards yeah. at this date. Like, so we're just going to enact this procedure without the other thing. And it was mm-hmm. without, without that date on the other end, that was like that moment. It's like, okay, we, we don't know. It, it could be next week. You know, no, no way it'll be next month, maybe two weeks. And then it was a lot more than that. Yeah, five. five or six months, whatever it ended up being. Yeah. Yeah. It, and and it was faster the other. I mean, for me anyway, that, you know, obviously the, the transition for me personally, there was none because it was, it was business as usual for me. Um, but I, I was basically there. It was, it was kind of a switch into like more of a mentoring role because, um, I, you know, it was a bunch of people who had never worked remotely have suddenly that's all that they could get was, you know, like, how do I do this? You know, where is this tool and how do I utilize this to, you know, or, or what's the way to fix this remotely, that kind of stuff. So it, um, it took, uh, it, you know, it was just some mentoring stuff that I was able to, right. to do for people in which I think was, you know, it was nice to be able to have the experience that I had because, at, you know, at that point it was, that was just me crossing the threshold of a decade of working remotely. So it was good to have that to be able to help people with. So, yeah, I, I mean, Cody, what, like when we, when we went remotely for COVID and then you came back to work and then you left. So what you were saying was the, the tools and everything that we had in place that you kind of basically practiced using during, during COVID, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of pivoted back into those. You knew you were going to be able to do it at that point because yeah, you had like, already used the tools. Exactly. Yeah. I knew the, the bigger part would be like the fact that I wouldn't be like in front of people talking. Like I, I, that was kind of what I thought about the most. Cause yeah, the tools, like I knew that, okay, I can load up a browser and I can, you know, check all yep. our notes and I can give this person a call and I can still like perform those actions for them. Um, right. yeah, it was definitely the, like the, the physical interactions with people like going and saying hello and all that, that was like yeah. definitely what I thought about the most. Um, it's hard you to know, transition away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause well, you know, I still talk to people every day, you know, right. But it's it's a lot of the different. same people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it is slightly different when it's just over the phone versus like when you would see them maybe once a week or twice a week. And that's a well, funny, I'm, sorry, sorry, John, go ahead. No, 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 go. I was just going to say it's, it's a funny way to look at, cause when I started at our company, I was a remote support engineer. So even right. though I would come into the office, I was still only helping people remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, I occasionally would go on site in an emergency. I was kind of like, you know, Mac guy or whatever. So when there was a Mac <laughs> issue somewhere, I would get oh, sent gosh. out. So, you know, that kind of stuff. So there was a few things like that, that I would get sent out to occasionally, but very, very rarely. So the funny thing is, and I, and I moved remote a year after I had started at the company down there. So I only ever worked out of the office for a year. And then after transitioning remote, that, that means the majority of our clients, there are maybe a small, small, small handful of clients that have, that still have people there who have seen me in person. Yeah. <laughs> so the vast majority, I right. would say 98% of our clients, maybe 99% of our clients have never seen me in person. And some of them are not convinced of that either. 
like I've worked with them for so long. <laughs> they feel like they know me. Their headcanon is right. That you've been in like their office. Yeah. yeah. When you were here the other day, I'm like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> it was definitely not me. I didn't drive, didn't drive down there. I didn't drive the 1500 miles to see you guys. So it was, I you know, really the, like to not pay mileage on that just to go on the yeah, record. Please. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think some people don't even notice. Like I, I think I've, I'm sure I've talked to somebody and they were like, oh yeah, it's going to be Eric. I'm like, no, Eric is remote. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. he's not here? <laughs> not, not for the last 13 yeah, years. No. Like, and, I, and it's funny. I've, I've talked to people about that and, you know, and I've said, you know, basically every time you've ever talked to me, I've, you know, cause dur especially during COVID, like talking about this stuff and this transition to working remotely when we had done that, you know, and I would talk to them and let them know, they'd be like, you know, working remotely and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I've been working remotely for a while. And they're like, Oh, you don't work out of the office. And these are people that I've worked with for a decade. Yeah. And I'm like, no, never no realized. I, you know, yep. every time you've ever talked to me, I've been in Wisconsin and they're like, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the way this works. So it's always a surprise when they realize that I've been out of the office for as long as I have. So and it, and it, it is definitely, you know, more normal now with remote. Cause I'll even have, some people will even ask me, Oh, like, are you in the area? Like, like, Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm such and such like, Oh, like, so sometimes people will even assume it's, it's kind of funny how, how normalized it has been for sure. Yeah. Well, and I get, sorry, I was going to say, I get the question all the time now with people who know that I'm remote, they'll go, oh. they'll go, what's the weather like up there? You know, I get that question now, now that they know that I'm not I, outside the area. It's like they want to know what the weather is up here. Like, what is the human the fascination? And I'm speaking for myself, by the way, because I do. What is the human fascination with what's the weather like there? Like, like what? Uh, it's I just do the thing, people right? here. Like, well, what's the weather like down in Naples? Probably the same as is in Cape yeah. Coral, man. Like, it's oh, just, is it yeah. raining over there 30 minutes away from me? Right. right. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um. So an, another quick question I, I just want to you know pose to you both, but Eric, you especially, because you've brought this up before. Yeah. So we've kind of talked about mostly the recent example, right? Like the COVID piece, like what yeah. was for everyone unexpectedly going remote for you, you were already, but it was its own set of pivots. But I've also heard you talk about going back to like the broader sense of like, hey, one year in, five years in, now over 10 years in, there were moments, right? Where it's like, you've described it as, you know, the, the island effect where it's yeah. like, we're and for, and it's not, there are things I know company ours included can do better or should do better to help mitigate that. But and going back to just being a human, there are challenges, right. That come from this where you obviously yeah. have certain benefits in your, in your, in your situation, but those benefits also come at the cost of certain challenges. Yeah. It's so it's hard for me to gauge the recent stuff because I feel like post COVID it's gotten better, but it's also, um, it's also that I've been doing it for so long. So it's like, which one is it? But like very much at the beginning, like when right. I first started this, it, um, I would be there and there were times where it would be two and three weeks that I would not speak to anyone else that I worked with. Right. Like we didn't have those touch points that we have now. We didn't have those morning meetings in a capacity where I was able to be included simply because the technology wasn't there yet to be able yeah. to do all of that. So I was, and your role was different. Right. And, and my role was different then and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was different. So there were times where I'd be sitting there and I was like, you know, your head would start going to weird places. Like, are they not calling me or reaching out because like there's something going on or did like, am I, is there something more that I need to be doing? And like, it was that kind of thought process where you just start spiraling and be like, you know, I haven't talked to anybody. And then you finally get somebody on the phone and it would be business as usual. And you're, Oh, oh okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm just freaking out for no reason. And for sure, you know, it was like, it was that kind of stuff where you just feel like you're, you know, and of course now it's, it's different. I, we do this weekly. Um, mm -hmm. We have morning uh, huddles that we jump on. I have other touch point meetings with people in the office that, you know, on at least every day, every other day, I'm going face to face quote, big quotes here with zoom and all that kind of stuff right. to have these meetings with people that I wouldn't have, you know, had in the past. So those touch points ago. are, yeah, yeah, those touch points are a lot easier now. So that, that Island effect has not been as bad. And I'd be curious to find out if you feel those, those moments, Cody with all, cause you started a year ago, we had yeah. all this technology and these touch points by that point. So 
do you feel have you ever had those moments where you're like you feeling like you're totally isolated up there for sure yeah okay. i think like yeah you, you you do your like your morning calls and you or the evening one right you talk to some people but then like throughout the day you're like, <laughs> yeah like you said like it might be like a little quiet or something and you're like oh i haven't i haven't heard from anyone like from anybody in a while like, yeah yeah definitely <laughs> something going on that i don't know about yeah yeah because you know when you're in the office at least you like you'll hear like some chatter behind you and you're like oh what's going on like you know yep. like there's like that aspect so yeah sure. there, yeah there is that and it can it can get a little it, it feels a little dicey sometimes when you when you're when you're like that and you don't have those touch points and like i said so much better now with things like teams and you know for mm -hmm. chats and in the zoom calls and things that we do and all of that all the bringing all those things together make it feel like we're all collaborating all the time Mm -hmm, which in sure. the past it was kind of like you know the tickets would come into the ticket queue you'd grab the tickets out of the ticket queue you'd work the ticket you would do your next one and you kind of do that all day long mm -hmm. and then you realize like you look at your oh it's 459 and i haven't talked yep. to a soul other than a and then clients like right. i don't know what the rest of the office is like today i don't know what everybody's doing where everybody is you know totally. do we have any five alarm emergencies that i didn't know about because i just you know was heads down working tick you know like that kind of stuff yeah you i out of the loop those. yeah for yeah. sure so there's a little bit of that when do you feel yeah, like absolutely. we've we've almost evolved out of necessity around that exact thing because eric when you would have first went remote again going back to you were the first one you were you were right you were the only one at the time and yeah. then some others followed but really now between our team that's not here and even our mm -hmm. team that is here, but for any number of reasons, whether they are in the field and it's just easier to work from somewhere else, or, you know, we, if the plumber's coming today, work from home. Like we have a very open yeah. door policy about that. Mm -hmm. And we found that by not having to, by not having to have a policy, we have a policy that works. Like, I'm not saying right. you know, leave it ambiguous. <laughs> like you have to tell people, yeah, this is okay. Like you don't want them feeling like they're doing something wrong, but we also have shied away from this number of hours per week, your butt shall be in yeah. this seat unless no. And, and, and I think that's what I was bringing full circle to is that existence I almost feel has helped provide for exactly what you're talking about when so many of our team is collaborating that way out of necessity. And so many of our team are working with those same tools because that's how they're working that day, that it's no longer you and everyone else. It's just from what circumstances, what portion of the team working that day and that fluidity, I think I can think about putting my business owner hat back on is one of our greatest assets, our greatest strengths, our ability yeah. to pivot on a dime around that mm -hmm. does make hurricane preparation entirely different. It does take global pandemic level emergency preparedness. <laughs> May we never deal with one again. Right. It makes it a whole different situation because we can pivot. It's, it's a tweak to how we work every day versus mm -hmm. what we talked about before, this dusty piece of paper and a pile of other what if scenarios that if we have to, we can enact it and we drill for it maybe once every couple of years. It's no, it's a variation on how we work every day. And I just think that's so dramatically changed what that all means compared to when you first did it 13 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely a completely different ball game at this point. Um, maybe simply because we're better practiced, right? You know, like everyone is everyone. It's, it's not an unusual thing anymore to do that. So everyone has a different mindset. And again, we've talked on this right now about there's certain people that are drawing these hard lines in the sand that, you know, you I want to see you and remote work is not okay. There's definitely people in that subset, but I feel like it doesn't necessarily make a make or break a business either way to have remote workers you just the key is and you touched on it john is, is having the right people in those roles you can't not everyone can do the yeah. remote work thing efficiently there's some people who can only do those things where it's like i need to jump in for five minutes to do my work and stuff like that but most of the time i'm going to be in the office that is kind of the way that they're able to work remotely efficiently mm -hmm. they're kind of like i could never do this every day remotely and then there's people who can do it every day remotely and then there's others even on the far end of the spectrum that are like they get remote and they're like i, I can't you know i've got to look somebody in the eyes i can't do this you know and, and you just it's getting those right people in those right roles to make sure that yep. it works properly so and as you touched on also, I think it's helped us a lot to have worked with the people shoulder to shoulder, literally yeah. Yeah. to know which of the people can then go and transition into those types of roles 
Um, yeah, I think that is a big difference for sure. Yeah, because without that, I think it's hard to just point at a piece of paper and say, yep. yeah, this person, the stuff that this person typed about themselves makes them really sound like somebody who can work this way. It's tough to to make that call, I to think. To pre-suss that out. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's hard. And it, interviewing any position is hard, but I think that just adds yeah. an extra layer of complexity that collectively we don't have a great measure for, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I think, you um, know, the type of business we are, I mean, it does definitely lends itself to remote tools, right? We have, we have yes. the, the power to do those things. So it's like, and a lot of IT places, I just think it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a benefit of being able to work at an IT company, you know, not every yeah. company has. We, we are by nature technology yeah, first and it's sure. the technology yeah. that enables you to do that. Mm -hmm. So right. yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we kind of you know, get closer to wrapping this one up, I, the, the last question I wanted to pose, you know, for each of you, both, you know, individually and together is, you know, in, in a world where, how do I put this? Had things been different? Do, do you feel that, is there, is there a, is there a piece of the technology that had you not had it, that it would have been the game changer? Like every day when you show up and it's like, man, if we, if I had to do this thing this way versus how we do it, maybe I wouldn't be able to do this. Cause at the end of the day, you know, this is all about the technology first. Like obviously all of it between VPNs and cloud and all these other things. But is there one specific thing where like, yeah, if this were different, if this were still running out of the building, Eric, if, th if this one thing were still how it was in 2010, I don't know if I could have been doing this for 13 years or Cody, it was like, I don't know if I would have even tried to do this remotely had it been this way from a technology perspective. I mean, it I feels... I was just gonna say, it feels to me like the, the office suite, like all everything coming out of that, the, you know, and I, and by that I'm encompassing, you know, outlook, you know, for emails as well as like OneDrive and SharePoint for all of the cloud kind of data and the collaboration that we can do in the yep. trading of documents and, you know, teams for chats and, you know, video chats and right, you know, cause I mean, we can contact it's not just our organization, as you guys know, we can contact people through other organizations as well through their teams and, and send chats to people and, you know, just the collaboration tools that we have and the cloud-based tools that we have, it would, I don't think it would be doable as well as I guess by an extension because it's tied into that, which is not what everybody gets. Our soft phone is tied in through that too. You know, sure. like the soft phone is, is the biggest thing, I guess. I not, phone, have, not having I that, that Avaya phone, phone sitting on your desk plugged yeah. into the 851. Yeah. So Eric, just to bookend yours then. So those collaboration tools are tangible then to not having, I know it's only one piece of, but not having that island effect you were talking yeah. about. As the tools yep. have grown to keep you plugged in, that's, that's right. helped to mitigate it here it's a huge. decade plus on. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say similar, like the, the phone aspect of it. Like if, you know, sometimes it might hiccup and I'm yeah. like, what the heck is going on? Like I need to call this person. <laughs> Rage like, quit. Yeah, <laughs> but like it for the most part works. But I feel like, yeah, like Eric was mentioning earlier, like if I had to have like a VPN or a desk phone plugged in or what, like I just would see that driving me crazy. Absolutely batty. Yeah. yeah. Like those, well, and and those tools. Collaboration stuff. Yeah. On the other, just real quick from my end, you know, remote work, other than having great team members that literally work that way every day, it's also changed how I work because I've, I've said, I'm, I'm, I'm the office person. I love it. I just, I love being there. It's a mindset for me. It's a ritual, but on the flip side, having embraced, you know, I was able to, you know, go on a trip with my family earlier this year, you know, like a large portion of my family, something we've been talking about doing for years and years and years. And we finally were able to, you know, up to the mountains in Georgia and, you know, it's a challenge for me, and this is a me problem. Anyone who knows me knows why it's a me problem, but it's a challenge for me to step away for that amount of time. And I'm not saying I went up there for you know seven days and spent five and a half of it working, because I didn't. I'll be the first one to admit I didn't. But the ability to go up there, invest time in the family, we have a very memorable experience, but the handful of times through that week where there was a meeting I just didn't want to miss. There were things I still wanted to be involved in. There were touch points I still wanted to have in pockets of time through that week that would not have been possible without the tools we're talking about. Yep. Or if it would have been possible, it would have been a huge inconvenience for someone on the other end. You know what I mean? It would have been, 
you know, that meeting would have suffered because John insisted on being on it because it had to be phone versus, you know, versus being able to see people's faces or, you know, mm -hmm. we could have all read the document together, but it would have been email 20 copies out to people and try and stay yeah. all on the same page together because those collaboration tools, I was able to participate where I selfishly wanted to, but not have it be to the detriment of any of the team members or even the partners or clients on the other end of that conversation. That was very empowering for me. To be able to say, I want to do this thing, I want to participate, but not have to, and again, going back to this is a me problem, not have to completely sever myself from the body of the work for that amount of time. And that yeah. was, you know, that concept is very novel for me. Um, the tools have been there for a while, but for me, it was the more the mentality of, is this even okay? Like, you know, could, I know I can do it. Should I do it? Right. And to see team members like y'all, you know, do something like that every day and partners that we serve do that every day. The light bulb for me was why not? And it was an experiment, but it was one I intend to repeat because it does open the door to do things and have experiences that I would have otherwise missed, but still not be a burden or a letdown to our team members or our partners. And that, um, that was a big, big moment for me and something I intend to embrace more moving forward. Very nice. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, changed over the years. I feel like we've, we've come a long way, you know, in 13 years anyway. So it's, um, it, it's, it's definitely easier to transition people now from where, you know, working fully in the office to right. even partially remote or fully remote. Like we've got the ability to do, um, all flavors of that now, whereas before it was kind of an all or nothing situation when True. I started, it was yep. not a, you can do this a little bit sometimes. And cause it was such a transition to, you know, I was going to say it was a whole different working environment. Yeah, yeah. It was not, it, it was, was not something switch. you could just, yeah, you could yeah. just go, okay, just grab your laptop and go and you're good to work remotely. You needed yeah. all this equipment to be able to do that. And I mean, of course you had VPNs you could run on your device, that experience was not good no, and not yeah, workable all day. <laughs> for a, for a day to day. Yeah. Well, you know, so it's definitely a different world that we're living in. And I think, and I think that's a good thing. I mean, I think we're at the point now where we have the ability to do that. It's just people coming to terms with allowing people to do that and finding the right yeah. people to put in those positions is, is the big key. Cody, how about you, sir? Wrapping it up. Uh, well, no, I don't have too much to say. I mean, it, it, it's definitely improved over the years, obviously, from yeah, Eric's it's, experience and not and having I, to have a firewall in my, you know, house specifically to connect. Just you know. for that. Yeah. So when we're I, seeing the investment, right? The people that make these amazing tools, mm -hmm. you know, one of the byproducts of that COVID age is, you know, think about what Zoom was in 2019. You had <laughs> yeah. never heard of it. Exactly. It, yeah. Seriously. So like the, 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 a lot of the tools maybe existed, but they certainly weren't as culturally relevant and they weren't as well developed and they weren't as well invested in. And I think mm -hmm. that's the Pandora's box that's open for good is these, these companies that make these amazing things now see the market potential and the ability to keep evolving and making them better. That's exciting because it does open up the ability for people to work in new and interesting ways. And I insist on continuing to look at that, you know, as an asset. So totally. Like you said, with you, you were able to go out of town and, and do all the yeah. things you still needed to do. I think that's like a really cool thing. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, on that remote bombshell, uh, across the zoom camera, as it were, I think it's a <laughs> good place to wrap it up. Anything y'all have there at the end? No, I don't think so. Like and subscribe. Right, just, just remotely, <laughs> just remotely pre press a like and subscribe. Yeah, exactly. Like, do that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, with that, we will wrap it up and catch you next time. Later. Later.